time to talk about what's on at the movies. Graham Tuckett is in Wellington. Hi, Graham. Hey, Jesse Mulligan. How are you? Good, thanks. Excited to hear about the Taylor Swift Errors Tour movie. But first, yeah. Strange Way of Life. I've seen the trailer for this and it looks fascinating. It is a really, really lovely piece of work. It comes from Pedro Almodovar, um, the amazing Spanish Tyro who has been so um, incredibly prolific and so groundbreaking for all nigh on two decades now. I think he first sort of broke through in 1986 with um, Time... Sorry. 1999 with Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down and has produced like dozens of films since then. His uh, his drama Parallel Mothers with um, longtime muse Penelope Cruz that came out, I think I saw it last year, I think it was a 2021 release. Just astonishing drama with so much to say and yet at the same time real lightness of touch, really funny. Mm-hmm. So um, Strange Way of Life sees Almodovar, Almodovar um, make, basically making his first ever Western, which is, um, it's astonishing that he, you know, being native of Spain, I mean, so many of the great Westerns were shot uh, around you know, in the Spanish deserts and, and, and hinterlands. But uh, he's it's not a, um, not a genre he's dabbled with before. He sets Strange Way of Life very much like a sort of classic Western. I mean, I Somebody once said, you know, there's only every Western is was one of two stories. Either a man comes to town or a man goes on a journey. And all <laughs> Westerns are based on those, you know. Yeah. And this is very much a man comes to town. Um, the man who comes to town is Pedro Pascal. He literally turns up alone on a horse riding through the scrub. And he's there to see his old, old acquaintance played by Ethan Hawke. And the reason he's come to see him... Not is a bad to, double billing, by the way, Pedro oh, Pascal and Ethan Hawke. Just a phenomenal Hawk. couple of actors and a couple of very sly actors who can really get underneath into the foundations of a sort of archetypal character and really undermine it. And they both very much do that here. So um, Pedro Pascal's talking to Ethan Hawke and he says, look, you know, I know you're, you're hunting this, this young man who is suspected of a murder. The young man is my son. And the woman he has murdered, I know, was at one time your sister-in-law. But because we are old, old friends, even though we haven't seen each other for 25 years, um, give him a day. Let him, let, him, let him ride away and you'll never see him again. I'll give you, you know, this promise. And it trans- we learn fairly quickly that 25 years back, they were more than just friends. They were briefly lovers as well. And this is very much sort of Almodava territory. And... Over the next 31 minutes, because this film is only 31 minutes long, although at the end of it you'll feel like you've watched a feature, um, we just we we follow the story of the two men. Firstly, sort of going through the the mechanizations of a great Western plot of like, is there going to be a manhunt? How are we going to raise a posse and hunt this guy down? And will murder be avenged? And at the same time, it's about these two very very taciturn, buttoned up middle aged men just learning how to talk and how to communicate with each other about what went down 25, 30 years before and how to reconcile that, whether to reignite it, whether to leave it in the past. But they, they basically, they're going to have to learn how to communicate. And of course, a Western being a Western, they're almost going to have to shoot each other. They're going to have to shoot each other before they're going to have a conversation. Communicate with your guns in the old West. They very much do communicate with their guns. Mm. It's, uh, it's just a really, really lovely way to spend 31 yeah. minutes. 
but and an unusual proposition too to go along to the movies to watch a 31 minute film oh we do love a short film i mean i love a long film but we do love a short film also if you see this in the cinema which i didn't i got a, a lovely um the distributor hooked me up with a screening of it but if you go to a commercial um screening of strange way of life it's followed by another half hour which is a apparently very very good and riveting interview with um pedro Almodovar himself oh, cool. about his process and history and the making of this nice film one. so that sort of pads it out to just over 60 minutes length in total so you, thank you yep. you get you'll get uh you get an hour's worth your money and no, i believe called- um, tickets are all coming out on uh, very um, discounted prices, too. So that was called Strange Way of Life. Strange Way of Life opened last Thursday. Uh, you should be able to find it all over the country if you've got a decent little cinema. And at the other end of the duration spectrum, Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Oh, man. Look, I was thinking last night, I was like, eek, I haven't got enough to talk to Jesse about in the movies. I'm going to have to go and see the Taylor Swift concert movie. <laughs> I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to sit here and claim I'm the biggest, you know, Taylor Swift fan in the world, but I'm not, I mean, I'm never going to disparage her. Like, you don't get to be the biggest selling pop star on the planet without having some incredible work ethic and some real songs behind you. You know, I can listen to stuff like Champagne Problems or You Belong to Me and uh, Out of the Woods, maybe, and just go, look, those are good, strong songs. Um, Before I came in this morning, I googled Vanity Fair and they've got a list of the 50 greatest Taylor Swift songs. This woman's got an amazing back catalogue. Had no idea what her stage show was going to be like. I bowled along to the lovely Embassy Theatre of Wellington last night, which is a good-sized screen and a really, really kicking sound system, a good modern sound system. Thank you, Peter Jackson, for paying for that. Mm-hmm. And it absolutely blew me away. Like This is a two-hour, two-and-three-quarter-hour, roughly, um, concert movie. It's been cut down from the actual concert. Apparently, if you, if you do get to Sydney and spend your thousands of dollars, you get a three-and-a-half-hour live show. And it is all singing, all dancing. She has got the most spectacular array of um, backing dancers and backing singers. Uh, and she really, really puts on a show. And just like the other thing I'll say, the, the, the sheer mechanics of it, like what this enormous stage can do. It's got hydraulic lifts all, all underneath it throughout it. The, like the entire middle section of the stage can transform itself into staircases and um, towers and pyramids and plinths sort of at will. People rising and people rising and, and descending all over the shop. Uh, a trapdoor opens in the stage at one point, which she then dives into and apparently is transformed into a mermaid by the by the magic of um, video trickery. And she's she's doing this at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, which is a huge, huge stadium. Like this is a, um, I peeked inside it once, and it looked bigger than Wembley to me. And she <laughs> has got these this, these people, and there's got to be, I'm gonna guess sixty thousand of them, just eating out of the palm of yeah, her hand wow. for a lot of the concert. She's out there on the stage alone. Plenty like, of crowd shots as well. Uh, enough crowd interaction. They've done something very, very clever with the sound mix. They've managed to sort of take the, the, I mean, the noise of the crowd in there must have been absolutely overwhelming. And they've managed to mix the sound so that you're very, very aware of what the band are doing and what Taylor's doing. Um, and slightly less aware of the crowd. They, you know, there, mu- there must be some overdubbing and re-recording has gone on here, as there is with every concert movie from the last waltz onwards. But, um... It's just 
it's just a spectacle. It's like anyone who's cynical about modern pop music or uh, the place of just sheer pop, of sheer outrageous spectacle in pop, go and have a look. Put your cynicism to one side. Cynicism, it's a silly emotion. And I was, I, I walked in sort of prepared to be entertained. And within about 20 minutes, I was just absolutely blown away. Love it. At what, Love it. Just you get that lovely sense of like, oh, my God, this is what human beings can achieve, yeah. you know? Fantastic. That's Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, an unexpected uh, release from Taylor Swift that caught everyone off guard. Yeah. Um, she's and- done a brilliant thing with this. She's produced the film herself. And she's also um, with her own company, Taylor Swift Productions, I think it is, has taken charge of the t- distribution herself. So rather than working with a film company, she went straight to the American cinema chains and negotiated her own release, which has never been done. <laughs> Apparently it's completely broken but and disrupted the industry. But when you're Taylor Swift, you can do it. But she's possibly um, opened up a pathway that independent filmmakers from now on will be able to follow in. Okay. It's quite amazing. You know, this is, I guess we're going to call her the world's biggest independent artist. She's amazing. Oink is the final uh, one you're going to talk about. And I've had a look at the trailer. I had to pause once <laughs> the pig started pooping, though. Can we just say one more thing about Taylor Swift? Or is about something that made me appreciate about cinemas in general. It's just like, how good cinemas sound. Like, we all talk about, you know, going to see the movies, and no one ever says, heard any good films lately. Yeah. But sitting at the embassy last night, um, last week I was I was actually up in Auckland for a day just to see The Killers of the Flower Moon in, um, in Newmarket at the event cinema there. And just going, you're, you're in a room, there must be upwards of 20 or 30 perfectly positioned, acoustically designed speakers in an acoustically uh, designed room. All of them playing exactly, you know, the music that they wanted you to hear in the most perfect listening environment ever. Like, I'm really glad that concert movies are getting a re-release. Things like um, Talking Heads, Stop Making Sense is getting a 40th anniversary re-release in a couple of weeks. And it made me think about Killers of the Flower Moon and going, if there's one way to, t- to think about that film, think about it as like as three and a half hours of the last thing that Robbie Robertson ever did. Because he's composed the soundtrack to it. Huh. And I was about... Uh, five minutes into the film and just heard this beautiful, very, very simple bass riff starts up and just went, and I sat there and went, son of a gun, it's Robbie Robertson, it must be. And for the rest of the film, the rest of the three and a half hours, I was going, I am listening to a Robbie Robertson symphony in exactly the right place to do it. And Martin Scorsese's made a film that goes along with it as well. Yeah, it was well such said. a lovely way to approach a three-and-a-half-hour film, if you had any doubts. Go for the Robbie Robertson soundtrack, because you will never hear it better. Graham, about 45 seconds to 60 seconds left for the animated film Oink. Look, if you've never seen a stop-motion animation about a pig made in Holland, then I think this is definitely the one to pick. Uh, it won. <laughs> it has won a bunch it's of... rather pro- guarded praise, I have to say. <laughs> Look, I'm going to say, for, I mean, I'm a fan of Aardman. Like, they, you know, this is my hometown heroes, Aardman animation, people who do, like, Wallace and Gromit and the Chicken Run and all of that. And I found Oink a little bit slow in pace, a little bit too obviously based on a children's book, which it is. However, it is a multi-award winner from all over the all over the world. It was shortlisted, though not nominated, for Best Animated Feature. If you're a fan of stop motion and just the sheer artistry and craft of genuine old school, let's stitch it together out of felt and make it move stop motion animation, I, I, it is probably a flat-out masterpiece. Wasn't for me but it's a good-looking film. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Great to talk to you. You too. Thanks, Jesse. Graham Tuckett is our movie reviewer. That was Oink.
Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour and Strange Way of Life.